How how well do you think you know uh, Pokemon Gen two? I sure for sure remember maybe ten of them. Just ten. Just ten out of the hundred and fifty what of right, that go, generation. Go ahead and name those ten right now. Okay, I lied. Maybe four. All right. Well, I want to I want to hear the ones you know. Cyndaquil. Okay. I'm probably going to butcher the name Turtodile. That is Totodile, yes. Okay. Uh, Farfetch? No, Farfetch was first gen. Farfetch was gen one. I'm sorry, caller. <laughs> Miltank? Miltank was a gen two. I well, I've got sad news for you. This quiz later on, none of those Pokemon are on it, so you're oh, totally of screwed. Of course, it's going to be Pokemon no one knows or no I one's think... remembered. Well, you know, when I went back and looked through it, I was super surprised that I didn't know as many as I thought that I did. I, I did have to look up a bunch of names. It, 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 it's kind of crazy how forgetful a lot of Gen 2 is. I remembered another one. Which which one? The Unknown. <sighs> well, technically, if you remember Unknown, you technically... How many alphabets, letters in the alphabet are there? 26? So you technically remember twenty six, but no, but they're just one. They're all bunched into one Pokemon. Then you have Lugia, Oho. I remember. Uh, I remember trying to capture all the unknown. It was the dumbest idea I've ever had. Well, wasn't it like you could only capture like half in one game and half in the other? I think and so. Crystal, I think, I think you had all of them. I think Nintendo was on that bullshit with it, where it's like, oh yeah, you can only catch these Pokemon. You, you can, can only catch letters eighth. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and gold. Everything else in silver. Oh, and there's one that you couldn't catch until Crystal came out. I don't even remember that Pokemon's name either. The, the Pokemon one. on the cover, Crystal. Yeah. I think it's like Suking, Suiking. Yeah, I'm I'm in trouble. I mean, what? It's been well over 15 years since we since I at least picked up Pokemon Silver, Gold, and Crystal. I remember I remember liking them a lot. I remember. So my copy of silver, no, my copy of crystal got stolen by someone in the neighborhood when we lived in St. Louis, like North mm. St. Louis. But I remember playing the crap out of silver and like the opening or the start screen of those games were very memorable because it was Lugia like swimming at the bottom yeah, of he... the ocean and a Ho-Oh just flying across. And I think Ho-Oh, isn't Ho-Oh in the first, very first Pokemon episode? Yeah, that's the Pokemon that as she's flying uh, across the sky on the rainbow. And everyone, like, he's like, everyone, I saw this Pokemon. And they're like, no, you didn't. Shut the hell up. <laughs> he's not real. Hey, everybody. We're Nick and Josh. This is Smashing Game Time. Josh, say hi to the people. Why, hello, everyone. This is episode two. In this episode, we're going to be looking at the release calendar of 2001, which I thought 2000 was a banger. 2001 is an even bigger banger. Like... 20 years ago, this shit was popping, Josh. Oh, it definitely was. Like, it, you, you look at the, all these these past two years just alone, and you're like, these two years set the game industry to the standard that it needs to be at and currently is not at. I think, I think 2000 and 2001 were really good staples. And then, not, not to get too ahead of ourselves, but I think you could honestly skip a few years and then jump right into, like, 2006, 2007. Easily. Because I think this is like the end. This is the end of the N sixty four PS one generation, and you jump right into like PS two, GameCube, Xbox. I think GameCube and Xbox both came out this year. So did Game Boy Advance, which I think had a crazy first year. But we'll we'll get into that 
Folks, wherever you're listening, we appreciate you listening. We're on the YouTube, we're on Anchor, Spotify, just about everywhere you could think. Uh, we This is the spot where we usually read the review, a review from Apple Podcasts. Josh, why can't we do that today? Uh, because we have no review. Well, we have three reviews, but no written reviews currently. We have three five-star reviews and no written reviews yet. If you would be so kind and can type out on your phone or on your computer, give us a lovely review or give us a hateful one. We will read it live, no matter how hurtful it is to Josh and his terrible glasses. Don't you insult my glasses. These are designed What are those? People. What are those? Uh, Weber, Weber, Parkley, Parkley. Mine are called Stature Eyewear. I'm sorry, Warby Parker, I just can't read, and mine is called The Brady. The Brady, oh shit. I uh, I got these at the dollars. No, I got these at Clarkson Eye Care or somewhere. Uh, other announcements, so we were originally planning for this to be a bi-weekly thing, but we came up with a fun way to make this a weekly podcast. So the normal list episodes that you know and love, because we've only done one so far, those are going to be every two weeks, and then the gap between those two we're going to do something that we're calling a speed cap josh you want to explain what a speed cap is you want me to do it no 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 actually i'll take this all right Josh. actually what we're going to do is once a speed cap we're going to challenge each other so for this coming up one we're going to do ocarina of time majora's mask Oh, I thought it was Ocarina of Time. It's well, mask. folks, we're going to have to fix that it's after the break. It's Majora's but Mask. Son of a I bitch. Was Son of a bitch. It, was, it lines up with 2000, Josh. <laughs> Ocarina came out in 98. Oh, my God. Okay. I need a new <laughs> podcast no. partner. Well, anyway, so what we'll do is I will have Nick within 30 minutes describe. He's going to correct me. You know what, Nick? Why don't you go ahead? Okay, you know what? I'll explain it. Because Josh obviously didn't read the message. Josh didn't get the memo. So we're, do- so we're doing a speed cap. It's called a speed cap. Think like a speed run meets a recap. Every, every speed cap, one of us is going to have to basically run through the story of the game in 20 minutes or less. And the other person's going to have a score sheet. So like, for example, the first one is going to be Majora's Mask. I'm going to be doing the speed cap. Josh is going to be keeping tally. And Josh's score that I can get can add up, adds up to 50. So like, for example, okay, you named one, two, three, four, five, seven of the bosses. That's seven points. Oh, you named seven of the different masks and how to get them. That's seven points. So you have 20 minutes to recap the story and hit all these points that we will like bring up and have on screen for you guys. We'll have them in the show notes for those listening along. And basically it's just, to watch an idiot speed through the story of a game, explain everything very fast, and see if they can get a good score. I like to think of it, so I think <laughs> I think once we get like going, we can do it like, you know how old games have like a, like, oh, you completed this part of the level, you got an S score, or you got an A score, or B score, yeah. kind of like Beautiful Joe. Or see, I was thinking more like uh, Devil May Cry. But... Or Devil May Cry, even. Something like that. So then, basically, I'm doing it this week. At the end of the show, we'll pick one from 2001 for Josh to do the following week, the, the two weeks after. And then whoever has the highest score wins. The person with the lowest score is going to be eating these pickled baby beets while they play Beat Saber live on a Twitch stream. And I think it's going to be Josh. 
Well, seeing as I got the wrong game and I have the wrong list, yeah, more than likely it's going to be me. So get ready to watch me not only bumble like an idiot, but play Beat Saber while eating beets. Oh, and you love, if you recall, if you watched the stream a few weeks back, Josh drank beet juice mixed with, was it beef broth? Uh, Chicken broth. Chicken broth. We're just going to add the physical element to try and get you to throw up faster. There will be vomit. But that being said, you do get to pick the, like, at the end of the show, I will let you pick the game for the 2001 speed cap. So you get that advantage. Oh, okay. well, since, I, since I picked Majora's Mask for myself, you get to pick the 2001 game. Okay. Good I will deal. have to keep. That sounds fair enough. I would have to see what is available. I mean, I know it's available, but I'll have to see which one would be the easiest and give me the highest score possible. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to like pick the hardest, like I'll pick the hard, whatever you pick, I'm going to do so much research. You don't even know. So. So much research, Josh. Speaking of games, speaking of games, we've got a long list. We're not going to go two hours long like we did last time, but we still got a long list. What do you say we jump into it? Let's do it. All right, folks. Wikipedia was our trusty steed for this one. If you haven't donated yet, do it before they beat you up and take your money. I think they just want two fifty. They might have stopped doing it actually. Is it two seventy five? Two seventy five. There's an article that came out. I think it was the Atlantic that was talking about how Wikipedia doesn't need your money. <laughs> They've got more money than they're willing to admit. Josh, but we got. They need it. They don't need it. They don't need it. So anyway, the first game we've got here is a bit of a doozy. Oh, really? I actually I still enjoy playing it every once in a while. I've never played it. You've played it a few times, right? I played it as a kid. I play it even, well, I haven't played it in the past couple of months, but I still play it as an adult. So the game we're talking about here is, of course, RuneScape, which I didn't know RuneScape came out in 2001 because every time I hear about classic RuneScape, I hear, oh, are you guys playing RuneScape 2007? What is what is the appeal? Old school. What is the uh, appeal? It's, it's a free RPG. I mean... I mean, if you compare it to like at the time, like the only big game that was like dominating the RPG world besides Final Fantasy XI was World of Warcraft. So if you didn't have the money to pay for that or the computer to play it, just get your trusty web browser at your school computer, put on RuneScape, go slay some goblins, go uh, mine some ore, get the gold, make a million. Could you really play RuneScape at school? Yeah, we used to do it all the time. They didn't block it? No. Adults are dumb sometimes. We all they, know that. Did they like? Did they eventually block it? Eventually, but then there was workarounds. What 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 was one of those websites? I remember using one of those to like get on uh, YouTube a lot. Was it like Greenwire or something? Greenwire uh, might have been like. Was it Spider something? It was Spider something. We'll have to look up. What were those, Josh? Were those basically VPN sites or something? Or they're more like. So they were like essentially like web browser. VPNs basically, like not in essentially enough that it wouldn't hide your IP, but it would hide the IP of the address you're going to. So basically, so it, like it made it look like you weren't on your school's network. Uh, it made it look like you uh, were looking up something fine. So, like, it would like replace it with like Google or something that everybody would let you get into. Oh, you wanted to play RuneScape and it makes it look like it's like Pornhub or something. <laughs> safe, no. we're safe. <laughs> you could get on there though. On Pornhub or on RuneScape? Both. Ooh. Josh, don't get suspended. 
Speaking of like massive like online RPG type things, the next one we've got is Fantasy Star Online. Did you ever play Fantasy Star? Uh, see, no, because that was just one of those games where, it, I mean, it was ahead of its time. Same thing. But the, the problem was it was for the GameCube. And I think it was like only one of the few games that, on the GameCube that you could actually play online. I don't have gameplay for this one, but I forgot I put this image in here. Apparently, this was a keyboard someone would use while playing this on the GameCube. I believe it. Uh, first of all, I'm a big fan of the, what was that wireless controller, the Wavebird? Oh, yes, the Wavebird. So I love that the Wavebird just eventually became this. This thing is beautiful. I want it. I kind of, like, instead of instead of using an Xbox controller and keyboard, like, just give me that GameCube controller and I will play anything. I do not care. I just that just it though. I think Fantasy Star Online is the only game you can use that for on the GameCube. Well, yeah, nothing else. Like you could, there was, I forget what the trick was with Mario, uh, Mario Double Dash, but yeah, there was really nothing you could do playing online to play online. Moving down the list, so we're already out of January. See, this is gonna go, go so much faster. <laughs> we're getting there. Eleven getting months there. to go. Speaking of Mario, have you heard of this man? made of paper called Paper Mario. Have you heard of yes. Paper Mario, Josh? Oh yeah, I played it. Another RPG a little RPG heavy, which kind of feels right. I remember I remember early like a lot of like even thinking to recent year, well, 2010's not recent anymore, but I remember Mass Effect 2 was a January release and there was there were some other RPGs that year. It just felt like January, February for the longest time was like, oh, this this is your RPG time to get it out. Oh, for sure. And even then, this is their, if I remember correctly, this was Nintendo's second attempt of a RPG because he had that... Uh, Wasn't it just called that, Super Mario RPG the last time? Yeah. And it was definitely, I mean, it was definitely like one of those, you would never expect it and it didn't feel like a Mario game. But it had all the Mario characteristics as far as like you had Bowser, you had Mario, Princess Peach... Goombas. I mean, you had everything. Never and then even, it was weird. Never even seen these guys with the maces, but I wish more Mario characters had maces to just strike you with. Well, those, if I'm correct, those were the boomerang guys. Usually they toss boomerangs at you. Oh, they just gave them maces? Yeah. I've I've never played any of these. I'm aware of them. What was the newest one? Was that... that the was Origami the, King. Origami King. I think of Thousand Year Door a lot. Isn't that the second one? Yeah. I, I would say I think that's probably the most well-known of the Paper Marios, and then if you're going to go RPG-wise, of course, it's going to be uh, Mario and Luigi, probably Superstar Saga. I don't, oh, yeah, I remember. But yeah, so definitely, I mean, like I said, their second attempt of an RPG, it's fantastic. Uh, Nick is totally ruining the moment. I'm still here talking Mario with you. I never went anywhere. <laughs> Mario. Paper Mario. Mario. So speaking of, so we were talking Zelda earlier. Speaking of Zelda... And I forgot these were OG. These were Capcom. These were Capcom guys. These were Capcom. These were yeah. This was when Nintendo like was like, hey y'all y'all want to do you all want to do our uh, our Nintendo stuff, and that's when they did Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. I think Nintendo was like kind of getting. Co I think at this point Nintendo was getting cocky about the double Pokemon releases, and they were like, hey, I bet we could do that shit with Zelda. And so they did that. I think that's. I really think that's what happened here. I could see that they got that. They got, they overhyped everything because they were like, "Oh man, I like the fact that we're making 
the same amount of money for two games that are basically the same thing. Well, and they never, they never did it again. I do like, well, first of all, I love that I found this video that plays them side by side. That is cool. Brownie points to me. But I do love how, like, something you did in one affects stuff that could, couldn't you play one and then take your save data and go into the other after you beat it? I don't remember, but I know if you look up the plots for them, they they kind of like intertwine almost. Are these a pain in the ass to emulate, especially if you're trying to get the full experience? Not necessarily. I mean, the hardest game, in my opinion, to emulate, at least for the, the Nintendo consoles that I've come across, is Boktai. Because of the because of the sensor. The sensor. Yep. And then there's ways you can do like where it like gauges based on time, mm. but it's it's finicky and it doesn't work right. So, but well, yeah, I just think of our experience with Metroid and. I remember Metroid Fusion and Metroid Zero Mission had something where they went together where if you beat Fusion at a certain percentage, you got the Fusion suit, Samus, and uh, Zero, Zero Mission. Mission. So I've always wondered, like, how hard is it to, like, transfer that save from the emulated Fusion to the emulated Zero Mission? Um, it can't be that hard. I know there's a company out there that actually made, like, a docking station for if you have, like, physical copies of the Game Boy Advance games or Game Boy Color where it basically it emulated uh, the console and you would put the game in and it would actually play it like that. Hmm. So there, there's a way to do it. I don't know off the top of my head and we could always try later and just see. We could always but, check it out, but yeah. don't tell Nintendo. Don't tell Nintendo. No, don't tell Nintendo. Don't tell anybody guys. Shh, Keep it to yourselves. Shh. We don't need to get shut down. Not yet. We're just getting started folks. That would be really rude of them to shut us down this early. Conquer's bad fur day. Yes. I never played this version of it i played the xbox version of it doesn't this start with like a it starts with a d-day reference aren't they like rushing well that was the xbox one because there's the game mode where you could uh you played basically d-day where the squirrels were running in up the 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 teddy bears uh land so the bears were the germans and the squirrels were the americans and they were trying to storm the beaches basically i just remember conquer's friend like watching someone get their head blown off and then throwing yeah. up <laughs> yeah first of all this game just looks terrible this game looks like it's 30 years old well i, I hate to be that guy but rare yeah rare made this one too right yeah yeah this is so, this was og rare so rare did three games on the same console in the same engine with the same art style so that was this and then the two banjos uh this donkey kong 64 i forgot they did 64 yeah rare man oh. but this was like rare like they were like oh man let's do a bunch of drugs and let's do stupid stuff and this was like the result of it they just they just saw like their first episode of south park and they're like hey let's make a nutty ass squirrel and make him curse on the nintendo 64 that was their goal and they accomplished it i'm glad that uh uh sea of thieves is working out for them it seems it's got way longer legs than anyone expected I honestly, I expected it to be dead within the first year, and the fact that it's still going and it still has content, I have to give them credit. I said way longer legs. I meant way longer sea legs. I'll be or here all I meant night, like folks. alive, not in Davy Jones's locker. So I'll be here all episode with jokes like that. Uh, next up, Onimusha Warlord. So last week, or two weeks ago, when we were talking about Shenmue, when we were talking Shenmue, this is what uh, I thought okay. we were talking about. This no, this fun. was. This was Devil May Cry before Devil May Cry was a thing. Uh, but those cameras, there, someone in someone in that exec room was like, "Hey, 
You know the fixed camera angles that people love in Resident Evil, Dino Crisis, Silent Hill, and everything scary? We should put that in like a game where you're a ninja. Or I'm sorry, a samurai. Yeah, it's like, it, I get it. It's like, that was the big thing at the time. But at the same time, like, there could be somebody around that corner and you would have no idea. Just until like you think watching, you saw in the next camera. I'm watching this with the tank controls. I'm just like, why would you do this to yourself? What are you doing? Please uh, I stop. I don't even know if I would attempt, attempt that. I, I've heard good things about it, but I would not, I don't know if I would attempt it. I would not. I No, thank you. So that was Onimusha <laughs> Warlords. Josh, did you ever play any Unreal Tournament? The only one I ever played was, uh, I believe it was 3 for the 360. I think I played 2004. I think that was the originally for the PC, but came out on the Xbox eventually. People love the shit out of, oh, this guy's doing a bunch of, doing a bunch of hacking stuff. I think I was watching this video. I think someone got their head shot. It was just the stupidest, goofiest thing. This is also a weird one. I don't know if this came out earlier because this is the Dreamcast version we're watching right now. I'm sure it did for the PC. It's probably like a PC release and then turned into the Dreamcast. But still, once again, PC gaming at that time was not as it was the one might West. say as <laughs> as great as it is now. Like obviously, if you got the people who are like the PC master racers and then you have console lovers, but. PC, I, th- I think at the time, PC just wasn't as big or as well-known. When I think of PC Master Race, though, I think of like these games in the early 2000s, like these shooters that weren't anywhere else. And I remember like people, like, r- and right around the time PC games like this would start coming to consoles, people would just shit on them, rightfully so, because they ran like dog shit. But Yeah, they developed it for the PC, and then they're like, hey, we need more money. Let's hey, put it to the us, Dreamcast. Give us more money, damn it. We need I mean, money. This actually looks like it's running decently well, though. Yeah, I think this also has an HD skin on it, if I'm not mistaken. That's impressive. That's very impressive. Uh, continuing through March. By the way, we're in March. We've been in March since Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Uh, Black and White, which was another... I believe this was from the team who did The Sims, or this is Peter Molyneux, I believe. One of those God games. People love the hell out of these God games. We ain't get to play God and destroy oh, and this, give life. This guy's going to the the book the manual game oh, manuals they don't do them anymore no i don't know have you seen the video of like the wild copies of the gta trilogy oh of the one that they're burning and like burying right now yes supposed to be there so people people have found like the og ones you know people have found the physical copies of the uh, trilogy remastered R.I.P. Lionhead Studios by the way so the yeah the ones that are supposed to be destroyed so what's going on with them so uh, they, they got, there's a video on Reddit that some guy got a copy. He opened it up. It was for the PS4. And there's no maps. There's no manual. And the CD is just basic. I mean, there's nothing. Like, you know, how we're used to, like, getting a GTA game. We're used to getting this, this at least fold out of the map, at least. Well, and you, no. you knew they weren't, weren't going to do any of those printouts. They've stopped doing printouts a long time ago. I want to say I the last did. time last time I remember getting a printout, like a map in a game, was... Probably the first Red Dead Revolver, or for Red Dead, uh, was that Red Dead Revolution? Or Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead oh, Redemption. God. No, Red uh, Dead when, Revolution. I bought, when I bought uh, GTA 5 for the 360, it had it. Okay, it had GTA map. 5 did have a map. You're right. I don't know if the newer, I don't know if like when they were doing the Xbox One and PS4, if it came with it, but I remember when I bought the 360 copy, day, a- day after release, by the way, used copy 
at GameStop. We got it for 30 bucks. Of GTA Still have the map of GTA 5. Someone blew... I, I bet you that was someone at the store who like blew through it, like opened it, and then just brought it back and was like, yeah, we'll sell it for 30. No, so it was 54, but I had my 10% off co- uh, thing because I was the program member, and then I had like the $20 off coupon. Way to show them, Josh. Oh, hey, I was pretty happy. <laughs> Did that, that's tri- my second greatest achievement at GameStop. The first one being part of the waves of people who found that exploit of getting... 60% extra on trade-ins and making like $500. Did they try to rip you off and be like, well, we have to apply the $20 off first and then we'll use your percentage? No, no. It was before that. So okay. I was able to get the twenty uh, 10% off then and then the $20 and off. Then tw- okay. Just making sure they didn't take you for a ride. It's the last no, thing I took want them to happen for a ride. <laughs> but yeah, that was black and white. We talked about Grand Theft Auto the entire time, but that was black and white. Oh, Josh, you like this next one. Yes, I do. I know you do. Uh, so this, I guess this is like, I don't know when Konami found the time or when Kojima found the time to do Zone of Enders. It's kind of crazy to me because, and we'll get into it later, MGS2 comes out like a few, like later on in the year. Like this game was fun. It doesn't look good anymore. Like I think this is even an HD version, but my goodness. Yeah, it, so this was definitely, I think, more just a pet project. And even then, if you play the actual game and you just blow through the story on easy, it's only like a two-hour game. It's not very long. Did they steal that HUD from Fallout? <laughs> Maybe. I actually don't know. <laughs> no, they definitely. No, that's definitely the same HUD from uh, Metal Gear Solid. It's just it's staying on there continuously. It's got. Oh yeah, it's got the health and everything. This uh, there's a lot of green there. I see some trees that could be bushes. I see some roads that could actually just be dirt. Uh, there's some cars in traffic. For some reason, the mechs are driving or the mechs are flying around, and the cars are like, oh, you know, normal day in where wherever this is, uh, Korea. <laughs> no, this is in uh, a satellite uh, colony off of Jupiter. Off of Jupiter, or coming from Jupiter, yeah. I remember I those vendors. And actually, if you watch when if he's if it flies around and you watch his legs or his feet, it's the same grinding animation you would see in uh, Metal Gear. Yeah, he better do it. Well, he did it a couple times. You can just skip it at this point. Oh but no, just, I, I, see, I see what you're talking. About. I remember but just what you're talking cool about. little tidbits that like you can tell this was definitely a, uh, a Kojima game. They used so many of the same uh, things that they used in the same, Metal Gear series. Same assets. Yes, thank you. Right. Words are difficult. Closing out March. We're already three months in. I didn't realize this released so close to the original. It kind of blew my mind when I saw this already. Pokemon Stadium 2. Better than the first one. Uh, I would say in some elements, better than the first one. Uh, I like the Gen... I think Gen 2 is my favorite generation of Pokemon, even though when I went through them, I was like, who the hell is that? I don't remember who that is. I think they have the best Eevee evolutions. Oh, that's best, true. The best starters, the best legendaries. I think Tyranitar is the best, what, what do they call it? What do they call those Pokemon that are like right before the legendaries? Are they quasi-legendaries? Something like that. But Something they're basically like the same category. Oh, there's like two or three Pokemon on this split start screen, Josh. Just... And I guarantee you, I'm not going to name half of them. Not going to be able to name half. I like it. But yeah, the, I don't, yeah, the menus were better. 
I feel like the battles were better. The mini games were so so. We don't. You didn't play Pokemon Stadium for the mini games. You played to to take your own Pokemon in. We, we discussed this. You you brought your own Pokemon in, or you went and you're like, you know what? I bet you I can beat you with all uh, beginning style Pokemon over your legendaries. I think this was. I think this was the easier way to battle your Pokemon instead of like, okay, we need two Game Boys. Well, you might have already had them, but okay, we need cords. Okay, now we have to sit there and wait for these Game Boys to sync up and play. Which you're just yeah. hooking them up with, like, what was it? Like, the great-great-grandfather of USB cords? Yes. I think it was USB 1. Oh. I think. I, I could be wrong. I don't remember. It's been a while. We're watching... It's crazy. We're watching Pokemon Stadium 2, but every battle we've seen so far... Oh, there's a there's a Gen 2 Pokemon. Who doesn't like their Miltank? And that was the nice thing about this one, too, is it had both Gen 1 and Gen 2. Yeah, they didn't cut any. Because didn't short, Sword and Shield cut out some stuff, didn't they? They cut out a ton. There's like different... It's like a mixture of all the generations. It's not like a specific generations in there. I think and it's then... just, It gets to a point where like... the, the Those who play like... Competitively. They're never going to go back and use a Nido King or a Nido Queen or any shit like that. So I get Game Freak's need to want or the the necessity to need to cut stuff but then also your fucking slogan is gotta catch them all gotta catch them all or a game you get you with that fine print you just all you have to do is say gotta catch what we put in gotta catch what we put in <laughs> gotta catch no, what you put in gotta catch what you put in if gotta, you ever read like the cases of games it literally says gotta catch them all and then it has a little asterisk and you go down to the bottom of the, the back and it literally in, in, in like, the tiniest print possible only available in this game Got, gotta catch them all asterisk I'm sorry you can't technically catch them all <laughs> we're sorry you can but it's gonna cost you hundreds if not thousands of dollars and then what's that thing that you do now? The Pokemon Bank that you, your mobile game where you can transfer them to your phone, put and like save them in your little bank, and then when a new Pokemon comes out, you can transfer them from. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'll I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link. Yeah, have to show me because I have no idea what you're talking about to be honest. Uh, this one. So we did have one game in April. It's called The Adventures of Cookie and Cream, which I think is the dumbest name I've ever heard. But I kind of. I was kind of like, we need to check this out. We need to, the people need to know about cookie and cream. We need an April release is what you're telling me. We needed an April release. And this is the only April release where you're like, no, guys, we're going to go with for it. This looks like it was kind of like a racer. So like, you know, those, you know, those Mario party, like mini games where you have the, the screen is split and the two characters are like pressing yeah. buttons to race. It, this is kind of the vibe I was getting from it. I think it looks like a, that kind of mixed with like Crash Bandicoot. I think this is honestly the whole game is just these little races, which it sounds like it would be a perfect N64 game. That just sounds awful. This sounds like a game like you're at Blockbuster and you're like, I want something new to play. Oh, cookies and cream. Sure, I'll, I'll grab this. And I then like you get that, that ice cream. <laughs> you, get, you, get it, you play for like 15 minutes and you're like, I could have gotten Mario Party. Josh, you are not, at the end of the show, you are not allowed to, like ban cookies and cream i'm banning it already it's it's, already done in my head it's the easy answer josh don't pick the easy answer (laughs) all right i won't do the easy answer for everyone 
All right, now we move into May with the first, very first red faction. I played a little bit of this. This is one of those games that was like way in over my head when I was a kid because I was also bad at shooters. I also played it on console. I don't, this was a PS2 original and it's like, it was a console shooter before Halo. Oh, and it's not showing up on the screen. <laughs> Cute. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's not a stream if there's not technical difficulties. Technical, technically. There we go. It was just weird. It's not, I mean, it, maybe for its time, but if you think about it, it's one of the few games that, that like, if you're like looking for a feature that a lot of games try to bring in or currently bring in, destructible environment, Red Faction was the way to go. Well, they, they didn't do the destructible environments until, what was that? Not Anarchy. Um, was it Red Faction? Not Armageddon. They they had a bunch of these. They had Red so Faction, many the first one, because if I remember correctly, you start in, in like the tunnel, the mining tunnels, and you were able to pick up like rockets and C4, and you could actually blast your own path through the level. I don't recall this. I don't think I'm thinking of two. If I'm thinking of two, I'm crazy. I could have sworn I just it was know one. when when they went third person and like you could destroy bases and like. Well, yeah. So that so the first time they went third person is uh, the third one. That one you're just not Armageddon, but uh, yeah, I can't think of that because I think Armageddon was the one underground. I don't know. I hate when no, I hate when yeah, Armageddon was the one that started like you're basically underground. Yeah. I I hate when series like this like okay there's like twenty of us we need to drop the number. Start using words. Hopefully, they can differentiate us. And it's like, no, we can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, keep, uh, let's just see what that, how that grenade goes off real quick. Hopefully, he goes back in there. Oh, it didn't do anything. Okay, well, I could have sworn it was Red Faction. It was the first one. Cause... Hold on. Let's, let's watch this grenade. Hold on now. No, I see the floor. It's fine. That's some sturdy linoleum. Well, we'll have to look it away. I could have sworn it was because... I remember thinking as a kid when I first played it, I was like, man, this is really cool. And you can destroy the environment. You can make your own path. That was really cool at the time. And now as an adult, I'm like, okay, well, I'm actually curious. Like, what was the first destructible environment? Yeah, that It had room, actually been around for a few years. That room did not get touched at all. Sorry to say. Well, either way. Still a good game in my opinion. At the time. Now, not so much. Moving ahead, I have Crazy Taxi 2 on here. It's Crazy Taxi, but with a 2 attached to it. We could pull up the video, but May's kind of a big month. Basically, no dis yeah, no disrespect to the taxi drivers out there. I know you guys already have it so hard with Uber and Lyft and all those other guys eating your lunch. I'm sorry. Hopefully you guys turn it around. 2022 is your year. Bejeweled! Bejeweled! Bejeweled. I didn't pull up video of Bejeweled because you know what Bejeweled is. Nick, tell us what Bejeweled is, though, for those who don't know. Bejeweled is a puzzle game where you have to match the jewels to get them to evaporate. It's the games that your moms, your grandmas, your great-grandmas have been playing on their browser or their phone for the last 20 years. And it just so happens that Bejeweled was inducted into the World Computer Video Game Hall of Fame last year. I think it was a slow year. Uh, <laughs> but they're in, no. damn it. Put some respect on their name. Uh, and I believe this was a pop cap. This was a pop cap joint. So they come out swinging for the fences with Bejeweled. I, I love that. I think pop cap's going to be the devs that we like keep tabs on through all these years. <laughs> they're the, well, what's the reason? They're the re they're currently besides Tetris. They are the reason why we are stuck with games like 
Candy Crush. They didn't do Candy Crush, Josh. I know they didn't do it, but they were the reason like it, it exists. Well, puzzle games are going to take take over either way, but they were. But I mean, let's face it, Candy Crush is essentially a knockoff of Bejeweled. I think PopCap started out that way because Bejeweled is very much of that vine. But then you get into the tower defense with Plants vs. Zombies. You get into Peggle, mm-hmm. which is its own crazy little like pachinko type machine that like makes you feel good when you hit that last red dot and it starts to play Ode to Joy and you're just having a good time. But we'll get we'll get to Pop Cap. They'll be they'll be around. They will be around. Bejeweled came out May 30th. Moving ahead into June. June 8th. Castlevania Circle of the Moon hit hitting GBA, wow. if I remember correctly. Yes, and it was the first time going back to 2D and being on a portable console. And this is like a true, like, uh, like a Metroidvania, right? Yeah, so this, this is after, box. like, their whole 3D craze on the 64. So this is after uh, Castlevania 64 and uh, the one after that, I can't remember. But I, I was a big, like, when we were growing up, like, we had a lot of experience with Castlevania Bloodlines, which was just, like, your level-based I don't, I don't know like i think castlevania well i think the same thing of resident evil i think castlevania is too spooky for me really i don't like how spooky it is it's i mean okay so if you're giving me like maybe uh the more recent ones like the 3d give me like uh help me out here i can't think of the names lord of darkness, yeah, lord of darkness? people like lord of darkness don't they they do, but if you give me something like that where it seems like a little more scary, like a little more lifelike, yeah, I agree. It's maybe a little scary to some aspect, but this stuff is like children's play. Who doesn't I, want to use a whip to kill zombies and destroy Dracula every single time? It's too scary, and the boss fights are scary. Like it's Castlevania has never been my cup of tea, except for that multiplayer one that we played all those years ago. That Harmony one was okay. Despair? Yeah, Harmony of Despair. Or Harmony of Despair, yeah, yeah. That was fun. Except Which, for the fun po- fact... If I get it working, that might be one of our streams. Okay. I'd be down for that. I'd be terrible at it. I'd be down for it, though. We're this all next... going to be terrible at it. Oh, yeah. So bad. I'm going to need a controller. I can't play it on PC. I can't play it on keyboard and mouse. Uh, the next game, I didn't realize this game was 20 years old. came out June 18th, Twisted Metal Black. I didn't realize it was that old either. I Like, for real, I saw this. And I was like, this game is 20 years old. There is no way. But, yeah, 20 years old. Uh, I remember their trailer or their cutscenes being very cinematic. This was another game that kind of gave me spooky vibes. There's only two things I remember from this game. One, I hate Sweet Tooth. He's terrifying as hell. Well, you just hate clowns, but yeah. Yes. Two, uh, Black. What about I think it? that's the name of the song. Oh, I yeah, see... they, they used um, Paint It Black by... Yes, thank you. Not uh, it's not the Doors. It's uh, the one with the guitar player that won't die. I see a red door and oh, Rolling Stones. There it is. Thank you. Yeah. And I want to paint it black. That's I all just I remember sing. those two things. Or else Mick Jagger pops out. Oh, look, see, here's some of that cutscenes. That I remember this guy being scary. I forget who he even is. I think, he's, I think his name's Billy. He's just getting his revenge on people. Look at look at those eyes. Look at that nose. Surprised they haven't done a Twisted Metal movie, if I'm being honest. Why is that guy dressed like a World pilot. War II pilot? 
Probably because there's a plane in front of him, Josh. Well, I get that now. It was. It's been 20 years. I'm just like, wait a minute. Why is he dressed like a pilot? And then it's like, okay, this. Makes oh more sense. no! <laughs> oh, we have to watch it now. Oh, we have to watch it. He's gonna fly over him. He's not gonna hurt him. Well, well, yeah, well no, he's definitely oh, gonna hurt no. him. <laughs> he's, he's just gonna take off. He's not gonna. Uh, oh no! No! Oh no. god! Oh god! Oh, what was his name? That's uh, was that Calypso? Calypso. That's sad. I mean, it's not sad, but. I think he, made, I think Eclipse made a pretty good impression. I only remember him from Twisted Metal Four, like Twisted Metal Four. I loved, and then anytime you heard anyone else talk about that, I fucking hate this game. Twisted Metal One and Two are the good ones, but I love. We played 4. Two a lot. Yeah, this Man, was this a dark good game. one though. This is a dark Very game. Dark. I've always liked those games where like, oh hey, you can unlock all these different endings from all these different characters. Like Mortal Kombat was always good about that, mm-hmm. at least from a four on, and then I think Tekken had some too. Twisted Metal is another good one as well, though. Hey, we're in July now. Hey. Uh, Gran Turismo 3. I forgot how much of a banger that was. That came out on July 10th. Made a bunch of top games of all times lists. So, like, made top 100 games IGN in 2003. So, three years later, it was still making a good impression. Or two years later. This was probably the last good Gran Turismo, if I'm remembering correctly. See, I only remember playing 1 and 2. And then I don't think I've touched a Gran Turismo since. I don't think they had damage in three either. I don't think until Forza really started eating their lunch. I don't think they had damage. They were, I think they were working it into four, if I remember correctly. And four had a lot of delays. And then I think they had to pull the plug on it in four. I just was remember- four the one where they had like they were trying to release it, and then there were so many issues, and people who are on the like the beta were like booing it to the point where they're like, yeah, we're done. Yeah, no, I want to say 4 was 2004, 2005. It was still PS2. But it was like at the end of its life, wasn't it? Yeah. It, was, it wasn't Gran Turismo, that's for sure. Uh, these guys, so this next game came out July 23rd from Remedy, who are in the news again because Alan Wake 2 has just got announced. Max Payne, which I've, I love these games. They're just stupid fun like stupid good fun like oh hey we're gonna fill this room with bad guys and you need to come in and just shoot your way around like and it was just always fun diving i and well, it's a it's a good like mob story like you oh just... it really is i mean not only is it a great story but it unfortunately i say unfortunately because it, it's it's one of those games that it's not the first to do it just like uh red faction it's not the first game to do it but it's the most recognizable for bullet time and it did such a good job at it. It did. I mean, if I remember correctly, isn't there a scene where like he's hallucinating and he, as he's jumping through different rooms, it's slow the whole entire time? Yeah, it's the. I think it's his dream. It's the dream sequence. I forgot they did uh, comic cutscenes. Did, they did that for one and two. I don't remember if they did it for three. I think three was just full-on cutscenes, but I also think three didn't have Remedy involved at all. But three was still a banger. Fun fact, I've never played three. I think three is pushing three is pushing like 10 years old right now but i think it still holds up man that is just that doesn't make you feel old how, how do you think i feel homie i'm turning 30 in a few weeks don't even get me don't even get me started don't you do it all right so i think we're moving out of july next now no we got one more which i'm not going to pull up a video for it because we did a video for the last one pokemon crystal came out in the states and 
I remember this one was a little bigger because they actually animated the sprites. So the Pokemon would come out and it'd be like, Oh yeah. I totally forgot about that. And people, I I lost my fucking mind because I, Oh my God, they're moving. They just usually stand there, but they're fucking moving. Not only that, but like I said, didn't this one have like all the Pokemon? Like you didn't have to have both silver and gold to get the Pokemon. You could literally just play crystal and have all of them. I think Crystal was pretty good about giving you like everything you needed for the most yeah, part. I think I know for a fact that you still had to at least have another copy to get your beginning beginner Pokemon. Well, cause you still had, you still had those Pokemon that like to evolve into their stage three had to be traded. Right. So you still had to work that out. My cat is beating on the glass over there. It scared the hell out of me. So that came out July 29th. Josh, we're skipping August because there was nothing that I thought we needed to cover in August. And this was like the status quo, like July, maybe you had a few bigger release, releases, August, you didn't have a damn thing. And then September, the bangers came out. Oh, good old September. And remember, and we're going to talk about the console releases in the news, but remember, this is right around the time GameCube, Game Boy Advance, and Xbox came out and blows my mind that Nintendo put out basically two consoles in a year. It's nuts. That is very nuts. I think that's the only time they've ever done it too, right? Uh, SP, like, so SP, so everything Game Boy. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to look and see like DS, 3DS, how those line up with the Wii. It's pretty close. The 3DS has to be about the same time as the Switch because they were able to utilize the as the Switch, uh, or you mean the Wii? No, that'd be so. The 3DS would be the Switch because the 3DS has had the little uh, the 3DS is so much devices. O- the 3DS is so much older than the Switch, Josh. Switch Not came out in 2017. Yeah, but when did Metroid come out? Metroid uh, uh, Return of Samus. Metroid Return of Samus came out at the end of 3DS. So okay, we'll like, have to look at it. We'll look like at it later. But I'm, I, I know. It, but anyway, anyway, continue on. So Advance Wars came out in September. Uh, another banger. This looks good. I like the little sprites. This makes me want to go play XCOM or go play... I forgot that was how how you captured... They just bounced on them. I love that. This is is also maddening how hard this game was. Oh, but these cinematics for the Game Boy Advance are so good. Oh, they're so juicy. I mean, if there's any remaster I'm pumped for, it's definitely this. When does that remaster come out? Uh, second quarter next year. I could Was be wrong that, on that. I thought it'd be a holiday. Come on, Nintendo. I could be wrong. I mean, I haven't seen it in a hot minute. I mean, they just had they just had an indie direct today, and everything that was announced is like something that's already out somewhere else. <laughs> They're getting chicory though. Chicory is pretty cool. Yeah, spring twenty twenty two is the release date currently. Okay, we'll keep an eye out for that. I might have to get a switch for that. I, they should introduce multi- online multiplayer for those. I'd be there. I think they possibly plan on it, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're in 2001, Nick. We're, we're back in the good old days. September, so 14 days later, on the 24th of September, Silent Hill 2 came out. Uh, Silent Hill 2, I think the biggest thing they did with this, because I don't think, like, everyone hails Silent Hill, but I don't think anyone's ever actually played Silent Hill 1, <laughs> unless it was in retrospective. Silent Hill 2, I think it's a great story just about infidelity and dishonesty in a relationship. But what they really, the number one thing they did, you you know them, you love them. They 
He's so good that they put him in the first movie. Pyramid Head. Like, he's terrifying. Oh, he's definitely terrifying. Between that and the, the, the fog when you're walking throughout the town. I So, I have, I have a confession. My first one was Silent Hill 3. And that game scared the shit out of me. So, I don't think I ever went back and played 2, but I watched videos of it. I only remember watching you play 3, thinking I'm never going to play this game. Oh, and the puzzles are hard, too. So, if you put... Like, I think you can set you, yeah, you can set the difficulty for the game, like the combat, but also for the puzzles. And there's one in the bookstore at the beginning of three where you have to arrange these Shakespeare books in order. And if you play the harder difficulty, you don't have the title of the book, you just have the description. So it was like, it was kind of one of those games where you had to sit down and like take notes and like, okay, I think this is Romeo and Juliet. If you didn't know Shakespeare, you were kind of boned or you had to turn down the difficulty. So how earlier you said Resident Evil and uh, Castlevania scared you. That That's like child's play compared to Silent Hill. Silent Hill is like the, no, even as an adult, and I know that it's all fake, I, I'm i hesitant to pick it up. When we when we get to 3's release, we'll we'll have to pull up a video of the uh, the Blood Room. No, good old Blood Room. The blood, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? I know exactly what you're talking about. Like I said, I remember watching you play 3. That's the only time I've ever seen gameplay for it was watching you. The room with the mirror, like it does, it shouldn't be scary, but it's just the most unsettling thing. Yeah. Uh, one last banger for September on the 30th. Eco. Eco came out. I think Eco was probably the game that started the whole our video games art conversation. And I'd be willing to say, yes, yes, they are. I mean, how could you not? When you get something as masterfully done as this or even like if you look at like shadow of the colossus even oh i think Shadow of the colossus is one of the best games ever made don't even get me started we'll, oh, I, we'll no, have to I wait 100 agree we'll have to wait for 2005 2006 to talk about that one but yeah this looks fine i mean shadow made me want to check this out so i checked played a little bit of it back in the day uh i yeah team eco i just love how Everything kind of feels like it could be in the same world between all their games. Well, there's that theory too that like Eco is set after no before uh, Shadow of the Colossus, something like that. There, there's they're inter- intertwined in some weird way. But I love how they're all like you feel like they could all be in the same world, but they're Easily. all very different games. It's a, it's very much a style. Very much. Very much. It's a, it's a fantastic style. And then just a few notes I had here on Eco. Little fun facts I pulled from some sources that were mentioned on Wikipedia, and I did some digging. Several game designers, such as E.G. Anama, Hideo Kojima, and Jordan Mechner, have cited as having influenced the visual appearance of their games, including Twilight Princess, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, and The Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. And looking back at all three of those, I see it now. The, The way the lighting is used... I can. I mean, I can definitely see that for Twilight Princess. Yeah, the lighting. For... The lighting definitely feels like. Oh, hey! Like they, these guys played Eco, and because I remember Snake Eater just being very bright. Like Metal Gear One and Metal Gear Solid One and Two were very gray games, very dark games. Mm-hmm. Three, even though it was in the dark woods, like it was very bright a lot of the time. No, I mean you can definitely tell that they played Eco, or just like my goodness like we need to make a game like this 
as far as in, in the style. Yeah, so it was the blurring, the color wash, the lighting, and texture techniques. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Josh, you also mentioned this game earlier. This is this will kick off our October. Devil May Cry. I don't have gameplay for it. You, If you don't know Devil May Cry, go Google Devil May Cry. And you're missing out. Because <laughs> you're missing out. Uh, the game is... I wrote this down. This was my note. The game has also been described as being the first game that successfully captured the Twitch-based, relentlessly free-flowing gameplay style of so many classic 2D action games. Is that believable, Josh? Do you agree with that? I don't know about the classic 2D action, but... Like, it, it emulated that and brought it into the 3D realm. Yeah, okay, I can see that. I'd agree. I mean... So I obviously never played it as a kid, but I got to enjoy it as a teenager and into an adult. It's a fantastic series. I mean, first off, you have your Peter Parker meets Castlevania, basically. You have your guy who's good with quips and is just really quick oh, with a sword. So quippy. It's so good. Like It's almost like if you go somewhere and you make fun of someone's mom and they go right back at you with like an even better joke and you have nothing you can say. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff I want. It's, the humor is fantastic. The action is great. And then, of course, it's the replayability. Not only do you have the, to go through for the story to get more unlockables, but then you're going into, okay, well, I want to get triple S rank. I See, I've always liked those. I'm bad at them, but I do like trying for them, even though I know I'm not going to get them. Well, then I, and then I watch that stuff, or like I'll play it, and I'm like, okay, I can get S rank. That's cool. But then you watch somebody on YouTube or even like a speedrunner do these games and they're getting it like it's nothing like there's just like yeah this is actually like the really hard part and it's like really you're you're sitting here beating these guys on the hardest difficulty with one hand and it takes me two hours 10 attempts and an s rank to even attempt it yeah they're just kind of being buttholes about it but still fantastic it is definitely a banger in october and it's honestly one of the greatest franchises out there, and I think it definitely helped the. Um, it it oh, definitely I, stands out. Like I, when I opened October, then that was the first. That was the first one that stood out. I was like, "Yep, I have to put this one on there. If I don't, you I'm have stupid." To. Uh, let's see here. Going up. Oh, this one. I won't even say its name. October twenty second. Let's see if you guys can guess that game. I'm just gonna put it on the screen. You don't have to guess it. God, it is not a... Man, that looks... That doesn't look totally bad. No, but it still hasn't aged well compared to what we're seeing now. No, it's got... Yeah, it's got its share of issues. Ah, but this, you know what? I'm looking at this. This doesn't look terrible. It makes me want to visit New York again. This is GTA 3, if you haven't guessed by now. It Honestly, looking back at... Honestly, GTA 4 and down... It makes me not miss the once you die during a mission, you have to restart from the beginning. Oh yeah, mechanically there were some there were some uh, things that needed to be fixed. Like if I fail a mission that took me ten minutes to drive across the city, I should not have to drive across the city again to start that or to do this part of the mission. This one you also couldn't swim if I remember correctly. Yeah, you couldn't swim until San Andreas. Yeah, and that was the dumbest thing, especially on the Vice City side. You're telling me you can't swim. In Miami, yeah, like, you got on. beaches everywhere, man. <laughs> Didn't and I'm pretty sure there's several scenes where you see Tony in the uh, pool, and it's like he can swim. He can't. He, and then if you like play the extra game, and you jump into a deep enough pool, you died, and it's like really. It's like what are you doing, Tony? 
Tony, come on. Or Tommy, what swim. are you doing, Tommy? Tommy? Tommy, not Tony. Tommy, what are you doing? But I mean, this is this is the game that's basically molded every game, every open world game since this point. Pretty much. Thanks, you got Rockstar. your little mini map on the bottom left. You got your money and health on the top right. Roll you around the bottom right. Thanks, Rockstar. You did it. You guys did Milk it. That cow. Milk it. Milk that. Well, well, they're milking the multiplayer now. They don't give a shit about story stuff. But that Doctor well, Dre stuff. You tell does that look, to the. You tell that to the trilogy. That Doctor Dre stuff does look good. Uh, Battle of the Gay Tony and the Lost in the Damned. Mwah. Do more of it. What are you afraid of, Rockstar? You're afraid of not making money. I know. Uh, <laughs> we've got another three, Josh. Can you guess? Uh, no, I, uh, I guess I'll have to wait and six, see. Six days later, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. I uh, think this was, the, this was the game changer. We were talking about two last time. I think three was the real game changer. Look at this combo this man is putting together. Hold on, let's see if he manuals. Did he manual? He didn't manual that time. He was also at the end. Hold on. Was this the first time you could manual? This was the very first time you could manual. And this doesn't look as good. This kind of looks like it was on GameCube. <laughs> Probably was on GameCube, honestly. This one looks like it's being played on GameCube. Oh, I remember this little town. That house in front of him is haunted. Oh, this, uh, this guy's not very good at Tony Hawk. I should have picked a better video. Oh, but that was a sick nose slide. Oh, hold on. He's going to make this jump. No, he's taking it too uh, slow. Nope. Man. How can you not land? Oh, my goodness. This guy is terrible. Hold, hold on. Maybe, maybe it's just a bad level for him. Yo, this guy's bad at Tony Hawk. I'm going to have to pick up a copy of THPS3 because I this cannot be the best Tony Hawk video that I found on the internet. Like was this the only video you could find? I'm this was I, it was like one of the first. I was like, "Okay, this is the one." But this guy he's not going he's, can... he's not going to win this skate contest. Not with No, he, he's literally only grinding like that. on everything. Everybody knows you got to be doing kickflips, you got to be grinding, you got to use your manual uh and then if you want to be really cool at the very end, you try to do a, uh, not, uh, what's it? Uh, the super, not Superman. Uh, what is it called? He's not manualing at all. This is making me, I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be like, this is making me sick. The fact that he even has like 130,000 right now is making me go. Why? He did. Okay. That man should but... be like in the 500,000. You see your score doesn't even matter. Look. Yeah. His ass is in second place where he belongs. Oh, that's Bam Margera, too. Sad sad stuff going on with Bam Margera. I'll stop geeking out over how bad this guy is at Tony Hawk. I'm sorry, guy. You don't deserve that. No, he does. But also, do better. If you're going to play Tony Hawk, play Tony Hawk. Oh, Josh, things are getting heavy. We got a, we got a few here. We got a few lighter ones before things get even heavier. All right, what uh, do you got speed for round. October 30th, Civilization 3 came out. Uh, pretty big sales numbers for it. I didn't pull the numbers, but the charts I, charts I saw were the reason that we've got three more, what, three more Civ games since this one. Yeah. Which I think this is a, this is a 4X, isn't Because I always yes. used to get Age of Empires and Civilization mixed up. Yes. Uh, yeah, you're right. So. so then after, so that was October 30th. October 31st, Soul Reaver. Oh, yes. And the only reason I bring it up is because I didn't know that was Crystal Dynamics. You didn't know that? No idea. And now they're doing, and now they're doing like the Tomb Raiders. They just did. They just did Avengers. Oh man, how cool would it have been if they were the 
Guardians people. But no, they were the Avengers people. <laughs> Damn it, Crystal Dynamics. I mean, they were close. They they just they just didn't. And then let me see if you can guess what console is out now that I'm naming this next one. Uh, Project Gotham Racing One came out on November 9th, which okay. I always liked. I liked the kudos system. I kind of wish they'd bring PGR back. I don't know why they haven't. Actually, I think I know why they haven't because Forza would eat its lunch, and also licensing those cars they had in there probably probably a little tough probably a little tough and they're just like we got the two forza games what do we need you for pgr they're not wrong is there a spider in my ear no it's just honestly they'll probably wait for forza to be dead and then they'll come back yeah they'll they'll hit like a low point of forza and be like it's pgr time baby and like that'll be like a big announcement people will lose their minds even though it's just pgr it's like guys calm down it's project gotham racing stop just stop (laughs) stop all right, Josh. We are getting in. We're getting into the heavy hitters. We're an hour in. We got this. We're in November. It's November thirteenth. You're a little kid at home with your PlayStation Two. You might have been popping this game into the PlayStation Two after trying out a DVD in it because it's cool that it can play DVDs. Do you know what game I'm talking about? I know exactly what game you're talking about, and the only reason I know why, the earlier this year, when we had Zoda Vendors. When you bought a brand new copy, it actually came with a disc, a demo disc, of this game. Oh, and the demo wasn't the demo. The demo was the tanker. Yeah, the, like the first the part with Snake. Mm-hmm. And people were so pissed. People were so pissed about this game. And see, and I, I get that because obviously you're not only playing it for the story, but you're playing it to play beat to be Snake. You want to be solid Snake. And after thirty minutes to forty-five minutes, depending on what you're going for yeah you're not if, you're, snake. if you're taking it if you're taking it slow that first part can take ah that first part can take you <laughs> so, damn it my mic just zap the hell out of me i need to i josh i think you are right i think it is this uh surge protector surge protector it's not i'm telling you it's the shit. only thing that's different you just need to swap it out and i guarantee you it fixes everything i just yeah i need to get another long one because all the other ones are too short ow but no so that tanker if you're if you're not like speed running it takes can take you about two hours boss fights are fun a lot of stuff so you know how kojima like people are kind of like man what's this guy got in his freaking crystal ball after all the uh death stranding stuff if you go back and play this game there like there's some shit that was like oh my god they're talking about this in 2001 2001 like talking just talking about like massive like misinformation shared across the media uh there's some stuff in there about uh just they they use the word memes (laughs) as part of the theme but it's not the memes that you think it's like the the ideas that we pass along because the very first one so the Metal Gear Solid series, the M stands for the memes. This is the meme game. G is for jeans, which is the first one. And then scenes is the third one. Where So basically, the memes are like the ideas you share with your loved ones. The genes are obviously like the genetics they get from you. And the scenes are like where you came from that affects where your family, like what your family like looks back at and sees about you. And this one, oh my God. And it's just so clever. Like, there was so much anticipation going into this one. And people, 
this is basically just like a big fuck you to like hype trains and mm-hmm. just the fact that I, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't played it. So turn your ears off for a minute if you don't want a 20 year old game spoiled. But just that Raiden's part is just one big simulation to emulate the first game as like a big fuck you to hype is, oh my God, like people Fantastic. write. People in grad school write their thesis about this game. There are theses, there are thesi, thesi on the internet about this game, and oh, I can't get over, I can't get over how good it is. And yes, there's a vam, there's a shirtless vampire who dances around, and you have to shoot him. There's a fat man on roller skates. There's a woman whose heart is on the wrong side of her body who carries around a railgun, and you literally deflect bullets, literally. Right. There's another. She's nin- the Neo. There's another ninja. There's another ninja. And see, not only that, the, the thing that blew my mind is for a 20 year old game. And I, I, I hold average times through this. So cutscene wise, five hours and 24 minutes worth of cutscenes, right? <laughs> Here's where this is what blows my mind. This was average gameplay. So this, it's going to vary of course, but based on like test of like every difficulty, every play style gameplay, seven hours and 44 minutes for a total of both of those together, 13 hours, eight minutes. And I'd, I'd be willing to bet a lot of that gameplay is the part of it where you're going around looking for the bomb. Oh, I guarantee you for sure. Bombs. And then if you think about like, okay, you're trying to go for a hundred percent. Okay. We have to do every single difficulty. You have to collect every single dog tag. Oh, the dog. I forgot about the dog tags. I think this is the first time they introduced dog tags, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I don't think they had it in the. I don't remember if you could shake anyone down. I don't think you could shake anyone down in the first one because you didn't have the first could, person mode. I think you could shake them in the original, but they only gave you like rations, Ration and food, items. and uh, I, yeah. Where I think when you played Twin Snakes, the remaster of it on the GameCube, I think they introduced dog tags in that one. I think you're right. We'll need to go back and check the books, but I think you are right on this one. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, honestly, one of the. I mean, 2001. If you had to name three games alone, this is definitely on the top three. This is this is up there for me. This might be my number one of the year. Josh, not to go all smash mouth on you, but the the what is it? The years start coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. Uh, two days later, on November fifteenth, Halo Combat Evolved came. Out. Literally started what everybody calls the Halo Killer. I mean, this is the this is the franchise that started it all. Now everybody's trying to be the copycat of Halo, the destroyer of Halo, and honestly, I, in my opinion, I don't think anybody has been able to quite cross that being the Halo killer or the Halo copycat. You you know, people called the first Killzone the Halo killer, and I even think like Sony called it that. I think Killzone, I think Killzone one and two were both pretty good, but um, but I digress. I think I really do think the appeal of Halo. Well, first of all, it's snappy as hell, mm-hmm. but I really do think it's the colors. Like once they get here, let me see if I can find them on Halo, on the Halo. Yeah, so like once they're on, it's bright. It's they're outside, and then the multiplayer. Like this is was a, this was a series made off of LAN parties. Because yeah, oh, Xbox remember- was out, but Xbox didn't get Xbox Live until two thousand two, two thousand three. Yeah, because I think Halo Two was the the first game they introduced. I think one, yeah, one of the first like major like Xbox like directly from Xbox Studios. Right. Uh, yeah, like, but even then, like even if you think about it, Halo is such a fantastic 
series for LAN parties. I mean, I remember, Nick, I'm sure you remember going to school uh, after school and having those huge LAN parties oh, yeah. for hours. Just going to someone's basement or going to someone's room with like a TV and an Xbox and just setting up. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I honestly, like, this is a game built off multiplayer. This, the stories are fine. I don't think anyone personally, like, I remember, like, every game ending with, uh, we got to get the hell out of here. Shit's blowing up. Well, that's... All of them. Even probably no, the RTS I... ones did it. Like, oh, you have to click your way out of here. Run, Chief, run. Well, technically, in, in uh, Reach, you didn't uh, escape. In yeah, Re- 2, Reach, technically, you didn't escape. Reach, you were just chilling. Like, the planet was blowing up, and they're like, oh, you're going to die with it. It was but, not blowing You don't even remember Reach. It wasn't blowing up. They were trying to... So they're, glass- they they're glassing the planet. It's basically blown, like... No, it's, they, have, they haven't started glassing the planet yet, but it starts off with, like, you re- they realize that the Covenant have found Earth, or uh, Reach, and it starts with you trying to avoid uh, invasion, and at the very end, it comes to being, okay, we have to get this top-secret project off-planet, but the invasion is starting, yeah, so and they get, the they defensive get line in space can't hold them. They get Pillar of Autumn off of the planet, and then you're basically there on your own. And Cortana. And then you, you decide to stay there to try and hold off as many uh, forces as possible. And then it brings the, the greatest, the greatest end scene to any halo is you basically fighting the elites to the death or implied to the death. Cause obviously Spartans are never killed in action. They're always considered missing in action. Did you know, did you know that all the Xbox 360 halos are going um, offline next month? Like the, like original, so, like, so you're not talking about on. the Master Chief Collection. Halo, not Master Chief Collection, but Halo Three, Halo Three ODST, Halo Reach. I don't think you'll, I don't think you'll be able to play Halo Reach online at all anymore, unless they added it to Master Chief for some reason. Well, they added the the game uh, story to it. Can you play? Can you play Reach multiplayer? online? Multiplayer. I haven't. I haven't tried it. We might have to check it out because I was I was thinking back to it and like Reach multiplayer is not bad. It's not the worst. No, ODST didn't really even have multiplayer. That just had the um, ODST just took the you waves. to three. It took you to three servers. Right, it gave you like all the the DLC basically for three. Right. But it also gave you its own version of um, I forget what it's called, but it's the waves where you fight the waves of enemies. We need to find out if Reach is still going to be playable on Master Chief Collection, like the online version. Yeah, uh, so- I will check into it. So after that, Xbox takes a little break. November 18th, three days later, Luigi's Mansion comes out, which i am always been hit or miss on it. But I think it's fine. I've never played it, but for being one of Luigi's uh, solo games, it, it's always looked pretty good. I actually played the second and the third, and I've enjoyed both. I've never played the first one. So, I mean, it looks great. It plays great. It's Luigi. I'm, I mean, come on. What's there not to like? Uh, then after that, Rounding out November, Super Smash Brothers Melee coming out on the twenty first. I didn't pull. I didn't pull clips for these guys. Like I'm not going through this crap mound of melee videos <laughs> of people who think they're professional melee players. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Okay. Oh, but come on. That's. I mean, let's face it though. Melee is the Smash Brothers of all Smash Brothers. It's the Smash Brothers that toxic Smash Brothers players go back to time and time again. I can't quit you, Melee. I love you, Melee. I mean, okay, so Brawl was terrible. Brawl was, let's be honest. Brawl was unbalanced, right? Pretty unbalanced. Yeah, it was very, very unbalanced, and it had that weird story mode. Right. And then uh, 
four was okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not bad, or it's not like okay. So, in my opinion, it goes melee then four. Yeah, and then where where do you put ultimate? Oh, sorry. So yeah, so it'd go melee four ultimate, and then I say ultimate and four can be interchanged because they're basically the same thing. I, I don't mean the exact. Yeah, same it was thing, just it was just a carryover from the Wii U. They're like, ah, nobody wants this. Ah, okay. Right. Uh, here's the same game. We're just gonna do characters and support it for like three or four years. Right. So I mean, it's interchangeable at that point. But Brawl was terrible, and one is just the godfather of it all. It's just what started it. So it it always holds a special place in my heart. But beyond that, it's not gonna be on my list. One is the family member that broke the cycle of abuse, just yes. so the rest of the so the rest of them could thrive. Yes. So then GameCube keeps it coming with Pikmin, which I've been playing the mobile game, by the way. So much fun. Check it out. It's a good, like, walking companion game. Just a heads up. I I have to walk to be able to do that. I have got, like, 50 Pikmin, so be jealous. Well, see, I'm the guy who would be driving around and playing it, so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Pikmin was fun. I I enjoyed it. I, the 30-day limit stressed me out. Probably stressed me way too far out to be a kid. But it was fun. They only had the three different Pikmin types. But the it's the fun. it was a fun world. The missions were fun. The it was definitely fun. unique. I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed Pikmin. Like you said, the, time, uh, the timing was a little... And that's just... I think mainly it was you were learning everything and you were trying to figure out all the puzzles and how to get each part. So it made it like, you know, like the first time you played it, you're like, Oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. Second time you did a little better. And then third time, maybe you got to it, but just barely. The boss fights were really good. Oh yeah. The, the big bird and then the big green guy. Didn't you fight the big frog too? Or the big, like lay the thing. Like the big little mushroom stool guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the green guy was like an even bigger mushroom stool guy, but he had like green stuff all over him. I don't know. Right. Pikmin's one of those games where I'll watch YouTube videos of the boss fights every once in a while. <laughs> just because, just to feel nostalgic. So that was December 3rd. Also on December 3rd, it's getting late. Also on December 3rd was Jack and Daxter, the Precursor's Legacy. Ah, uh, such a, okay. So obviously this is Naughty Dog's attempt after Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, it was them like, okay, what do we do next? What if we did this kid with a wombat who spun? Yeah, essentially, yeah. But still, they're they're taking an open world game. Fantastic. I mean, who doesn't want to go around collecting uh, precursor orbs and power cells? I mean, I was by the time Jack and Daxter came out, I was platformed out. I was like, no, thank you. See, I enjoy it to this day. I think actually, I don't enjoy Jack and Daxter. Jack two. Jack is, 2 is, is fun. Is, Jack 2 is the one, of, if I'm going to pick, of the series. It, but It changed it up just enough. It, it gave you hovercrafts everywhere and guns. And it gave you ja- uh, Dark Jack. I was more of a Ratchet and Clank guy, honestly. I mean, we all are secretly, but if we're going to give Naughty Dog a chance... Naughty Dog, I think when it comes to the race between Naughty Dog and Ubisoft, I think Naughty Dog ended up winning it. At least for the last two generations. Uh, yeah. Insomni- I Insomniac had it for PS2. And then Insomniac was like, hey, we're going to do, uh, what, what are these called? Resistance? We're going to do these Resistance games. And they were fine. But they weren't Uncharted. They didn't do Uncharted numbers or the, la- the Last of Us numbers. And then Insomniac was like, we're going to go flirt with Microsoft and do Sunset Overdrive 
Oh, what are you doing over there? Naughty Dog? Oh, you're doing another Uncharted and another Last of Us? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, and even then, Sunset Overdrive could have been so much better. Well, and then Insomniac's like circling back around like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Papa Sony. I'm sorry. We'll make these Spider-Man Take games for you. Take us back. Take these Spidey-Man games. Sorry, Papa Sony. Last game I have here, Final Fantasy X. I think this was the American release. I can't be too sure, certain. I hate that back in the day, all the releases were split up. It's so dumb. Just well, I get why the they did time. it. Uh, watching this video when I was going through these kind of got me nostalgic for Final Fantasy uh, X. I don't know why. Try to find a good fight. It's just all the, it's, there's a lot of talking. People give Kojima a lot of shit, but my God, these Final Fantasy games, they love to talk. They've gotten better. They've gotten better about it, but come on, you guys. We fight. Oh, Riku. Not my crush. Uh, she was definitely my crush. Here we go. Here's finally a fight. Is that Bahamut? That's Bahamut. And we have I that. I, I did like that, like, all these different summoners are going around and getting these summons, and everybody can use them. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. Well, I mean, you couldn't use it at the same time, but. You could at least right. use them. So, like, if they had Bahamut out, you couldn't get Bahamut out because he was working his side job. <laughs> nah, man, I'm, I'm with Toto today. Toto, I told you I'm working my other job. Stop fucking calling me. <laughs> and he is dead. And it had one of the the not weirdest, but it changed its leveling system in this, which we were so used to. Like, you know, so we had eight do it's weird you had to get magic and then you could attach it to certain uh, attributes for your characters based on what your summonings had it got really weird really complicated nine went back to levels great and then ten technically you didn't gain levels you gained spheres i like the sphere grid i thought that was pretty cool i i'm not saying i didn't like it i'm just saying like they were like this was like the time of their life where like okay we're gonna so what we're gonna do is one game on with a different way to, to level up or to make yourself stronger. Because with eight, you didn't, I mean, you did level up, but everything else leveled with you. So the idea was, okay, stay at low levels, get all these attributes up. That's what you focused on. Where in 10, it was, okay, they don't follow you, but the stronger you become and the weaker they become, the less experience you gain. Like, okay, do you want Frost 3 or do you want Kiro 1? (laughs) Well, no, I didn't give you frost. Oh, no, they give you frost or not? No frost. I'll take like, frost. Okay, th- I'll, I'll take frost three. Either way, it it was the definitely the weird time of its life where it's like trying to figure out what it wants to be. Well, it didn't help that the next one was like, "Hey, we're doing an MMO. Everyone's doing an MMO, so we're doing an MMO." Well, not only that, but we had the uh, technically the first sequel after this, basically. Oh my God! The next hold on. two. Josh, there's Seymour. He's so hot right now. I thought. Oh uh, my fucking god! It's Seymour Guado. He's the he's the hottie of the group. Oh my god! They killed that monk. I forget his name. I just I just remember Seymour Guado. <laughs> Final Fantasy X, everybody. Oren. I remember him. That name sounds familiar. So, like I mentioned earlier, there were a few console releases, uh, three to be exact. And you're probably saying, Nick, don't call the Game Boy account. It's a console. It's a console. It's, how could you not say it's a console? Like, what would it be called then? That thing is a Look at this beautiful boy. Look at this beautiful baby boy. First oh, of all, so... 
first of all, no light. That poor guy. How is he going to play that game without that light? I remember you used to have that little uh, book reader, basically. You had the you book would, reader where like you, had to, you, you would hold it against you and like develop neck problems at the young age of eight. Well, no, they finally had that one with the strong neck that you could just plug into the top of it where you would plug in your uh, link cable, basically, mm-hmm. and it would come down and face down on the screen so you could play when you could, Yeah, you could bend it so you weren't getting a glare. Yeah. Look at it, this poor bastard playing in 2001 the way he is. But oh, yeah, you saw, you saw the amount of games. Now, there were a lot of good games we put on this list. There were also a lot of fucking bad Game Boy Advance games that came out. Every company that was like putting a movie out or putting something out was like, hey, you guys want to do pretty a Game sure. Boy Advance game? And everyone shook their head yes. I'm and, pretty sure you could get just about every single Harry Potter Oof. Just about. At least the first three, I think. It, well, I'd say just about because it felt like, you know, we got all of them on there. I, I didn't even realize they had some PlayStation versions of Harry Potter. Yeah, uh, first two got a Harry... First two got a console release. And then GameCube... GameCube's beautiful, too. Don't even get me started. Oh, this guy's it, opening games from the GameCube, too. Oh, my God. Show oh. everybody else, Nick. Show the people. Show the people this con. Look at him unwrapping this. Oh, it disappeared again. Son of a bitch. Chrome? Ooh, look at that thing. Oh, he's got the white gloves. Oh, man. I love the guy who does this. Just the white gloves unboxing everything. GameCube controller is great for certain types of games. Still looks kind of futuristic. It does. It really does. It's a great controller. Speaking of which. Oh, you got yours. Hold on. Here it comes. Oh, yeah, the, that controller matches yours. Yeah, I don't have that controller, but I have the color of the... Look at how sweet that thing is. I also have a black shell for this. I'm trying to find the uh, purple one. Oh, here here it comes, Josh. It's coming out of the box. Oh, man. Oh. It's such a... I mean, honestly, if you're going to send me back in time and tell me I can only go back to a one re- console release, it's the GameCube. Oh, it's just so nice looking. Like, they're like, hey, let's just make it a... They're just like, let's just make it a cube. And, and let's give it a handle. I love that they're like, yeah, you're going to take this to your friend's house. Here's the handle. Oh, I'm thinking about how many times did we move that bad boy around? I think we moved the Xbox more, if I'm being honest. Oh, I mean, don't remember. I remember moving the 360. I remember taking the my 360 with my 40-inch... Uh, no, yeah, 40-inch uh, boob tube TV... Down to Ryan's house, down the street. So I, about two blocks, everyone who doesn't know. Every, just about every weekend, I'd hang out with my buddy. We would literally—that's what we do. I take my TV over there with my 360, and we played games. But GameCube, the perfect game, not only or console, not only to be able to take it wherever you want, but it, it was so small. But it, it was also very dense. You could murder somebody with that thing. Oh, you could. You can bash someone's skull with the end of it. Straight up murder them. So Nintendo, Nintendo had a in yeah, bleh, I can't talk. Had a year in two thousand one. So that was the GBA came out in June. The GameCube came out in November. So less than six months apart, they were putting out two like game changers. And people sleep on the GameCube a lot, but I think it did some great things. It's got a controller that honestly, probably the best controller until the three sixty controller came out five or six years later easily and then november 15th 
So three days before the GameCube. This big mamba jamba came out. Look at this thing. Oh, they're playing gameplay. They got me. They got me. You got the clickbaits. Go. Chords. Who doesn't love chords? Here we go. The Duke. I don't think that, that's not the Duke. That seems small. I thought that was you no, know, because they they made re-released like newer, uh, updated versions for like the Xbox One for the Duke. That may not have been the Duke, but it looked like it's basically what I think of when I see it. The Xbox controllers were the Dukes. I kind of want to get an OG Xbox now and hook it up. Speaking of we OG could... Xbox, you hear they announced a reboot of Splinter Cell finally. Oh, did they finally? Yeah, the people who did, did Far Cry Six are making it. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Let's face it, Double Agent was the last good one. Oh, Double Agent was so good. I, I always then, liked like, their marketing like materials for the first Xbox. The green and gold together just looks so good. And there's so much you can do with the uh, the original Xbox. I've seen people mod the crap out of it. Somebody even made a clear case for it. And so when it's off, it doesn't look anything. But when you turn it on, it turned the whole entire case into that green. <sighs> I think I've seen that one. It just looks, I mean, honestly, let's face it. GameCube was the, con- in my opinion, my console of the year. But for the coolest looking console and the greatest things you could do, the Xbox. And I don't think I'm riding nostalgia wave when I say this console is great. Like Jade Empire. Here, let me. I know we're a, a list podcast kind of. And we were going to be covering these games at a later time. But let me name a few titles. Halo. Halo 2. Jade Empire, KOTOR, KOTOR 2, Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell Pandora Tomorrow, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. I know that some of these are multi-platform, but you played them on you played them on Xbox. Elder Scrolls 3. Elder Scrolls 3. Uh, what was the one with the shark gun? No idea what you're talking about. I, I'll have to look it up. Uh, Stranger's Wrath. Stranger's Wrath. Munch's Odyssey. Uh, Hold on, he's about to give us some more in this video. Eh, Battlefield 2. Eh. Silent Hill 4, the room was okay. I like that one. Call of Duty. Oh, what was the which... what was the plane game? Crimson Skies. There we go. Oh, PGR, Skies. PGR, the first Forza Motorsport. That was the Xbox, folks. Josh, we're making good time. We're only at an hour 30. Hey, that's been better than the two hours last time. And the news isn't very long. So, folks, we're going to transition now. Out of the games, what a great year 2001 was. And we're going to get into the news. Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper mister. It's time for old news. Uh, Let's see here. June 23rd. Sonic turned 10. Just to put that in perspective, he is 30, right? He just turned 30. Sonic is 30 years. Sonic is getting ready to go through a midlife crisis. Josh, what does Sonic's midlife crisis look like? You. Me? You see, you're about to turn 30. Did you just compare Sonic's midlife <laughs> crisis to me, mine? I did. I did, yeah. Son of a bitch. Well, okay, if we're going to look at Sonic's midlife crisis, Dr. Robotnik's dead, because let's face it, he was already like 40. He was old. Sonic was one. 
he was. Did you say he was forty? <laughs> he said like forty. I don't know. I didn't read the. Doctor Robotnik was easily pushing sixty in that first game. Okay, well, he's definitely dead. If not his brains and a machine. That, that man wasn't. Sta- that man didn't hasn't stood up since Sonic Two. He's always been in his little pod. <laughs> That's the only uh, thing keeping him alive, and Sonic keeps destroying the machines it's attached to. I have to ask though. Now we brought him up. How is it that Sonic's the fast fastest being alive? in his world, but Dr. Robotnik can outrun him. That's a good question. He does outrun him in one of those games. I think it's two because you're chasing him throughout the space station. Moving on from Sonic, <laughs> a lot of these didn't have dates on them, but I thought they were worth bringing up. Sony co- cooperates with AOL to bring web features to console. I don't think they really got into like online games at this point, but it was like the start of what would become later become PSN. I think which Xbox the only, was already having its thing lined up on its own. Which, if I remember correctly, and I don't, the PS2 and the same thing with GameCube, there wasn't too many games I can only think of for PS2. GameCube uh, wasn't doing much. Like you had, there were some special tools for a few games, and then PS2, you just you had to hook up. There was no like online service. If your game had online, you played it. I think the most popular thing for them was probably SOCOM. SOCOM, uh, Ratchet and Clank, Deadlock. Resident Evil Outbreaks 1 and 2. Yeah, so and those are all a few years out. I think first yeah, so exactly. comes next year. But So they, they put in the steps for that. Oh, another thing that happened this year. Sega, out of the console race, the Dreamcast was discontinued in May of 2001, which I thought, I thought 2002 was when it was discontinued, but no, they were like, we're out, we're not, we're not doing this anymore. We're gone. Now, if I remember correctly, uh, when we were watching X Play when it uh, was first becoming a big thing, they made a joke about how dead the Dreamcast was, and they said they were using it as like a doorstop. <laughs> I think they had I footage of it actually door stopping. Yeah, <laughs> it cracked me because it's like, man, that's sad. Because you would think the Dreamcast it still had some great games on it, but it just didn't perform as well. But you know what? All those developers are like, Dreamcast is dead. All right, let's port. Let's port our stuff. Yeah, port it quickly. Port it. Get it now. I, but I hear they have an Xbox. Put it on that. Sega's doing fine now. Sonic, Sonic's in a good spot with their movie. They've got a big new game coming out that they're big on. They've been helping out with like RTS, like Company Heroes 3. I think they're a publisher on that series. But uh, yeah, they've got, they've got a good run going right now. So good on Sega for still being around. This next one, oof. Activision buys Treyarch. Both companies not really companies you want to hear we might have to scrub them from this episode so they don't end up in our seo (laughs) basically for anybody who doesn't know this is when copy paste became a thing yeah Treyarch. did Treyarch was their first one call of duty call of duty 3 it may have been if not call of duty 3 it was world at war because call of duty 2 was infinity ward and that was when they started the yearly cycle because they went straight to two to three to four yeah. So, but yeah, that happened. Midway out of the arcade business. Arcades were dying way before 2001, but Midway was finally like, hey, we gotta get out of here. We're not going to be around much longer. Spoiler alert, they weren't around much longer. Uh, <laughs> they played that game way too long. Sega sues Kmart for $2 million in debt owed. I believe that, yeah, I believe that Kmart is the kind of company that doesn't pay its, de- pay its debts. Kmart is not owned by the Lannisters. Around. 
There's a reason it's no longer around. There, that's the reason. Well, that's a reason. It is It is sad when you drive past a building and you look at it and you're like, that was a fucking Kmart. I just know it. Well, it's sad when you can look at that building and you, like, it's changed. It's a different place there now, but you can still see where the K used to be. Yeah. The K is just like the outlining of the K. They haven't painted over it yet. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Kmart. Actually, rest in hell. Uri Geller sues Nintendo for Kadabra looking like him. I have I have an image for this one. Hold on, let me pull it up for you guys. Look at that shocking resemblance. Let me see if I can get a zoom in on it for you. Look at that shocking resemblance. My goodness. Yeah, I don't. Which I one don't is the it. Pokemon? I don't see it. Which one is? Well, you know the guy on the left. The, the magician was mad because he does things with spoons. Right. But yeah, no, I, I get I, that. But the fact that he attempted to sue them was just like, really? I think that lawsuit just, or that fi- the filings of all that just cleared in the last year or two. If I, rem- I remember this coming up again. I, said, I remember seeing it come up. I think they, for the longest time, they couldn't make cadaver cards anymore. I think you're right. They couldn't do they it because, so of, because of this suit. And now they're able to do it again. But yeah, it, I can't tell them apart, Josh. I'm struggling. I mean, I surely can because they look nothing alike. Struggle busting over here. Heck, I don't even know who uh, Yuri Geller even is. So, uh, He's that Pokemon holding the spoon right there. Oh, so that is that is the news, folks. Again, you can find us wherever you are listening to podcasts, also on YouTube. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please donate your stars to us. The more stars, the better. Leave a review. It doesn't have to be friendly. It could be the meanest review ever. We're gonna, we'll read it on stream. Josh, if you can only take one game from 2001 and erase the rest, and that one game is the game forever, what is the game? And see, that's, this is so hard. Uh, but I'm gonna say Metal Gear Solid Two. Fuck, are we agree? We're in agreement. Metal Gear Solid Two, yeah. Just because I could. It was a game changer. I could just get up here and talk about everything, like all the theses I've read. All, well, I've read the I've read the abstracts of them. I haven't read the whole things, but I could talk about everything that anyone's ever talked about about that game. And I mean, we've you, got we we would have like a 50, 50 hour podcast. It's, there's there's just so much to say. Well, like I said, the, just the game alone, the the cinematics and the gameplay on average. That's 13 hours worth of content to talk about. We should we should definitely stream that one eventually. We can stream the whole series. What well, I guarantee you we'll get a stream where like the whole stream is just like a three hour cutscene eventually. <laughs> That's just how it works out. Yeah, guys, thanks for joining us for tonight's stream. We know we didn't play anything, but we got a lot of great cinematic. So if you had to delete one off this list it doesn't matter if it's good or bad you just want to delete it what are you deleting uh, okay so i won't pick that cookies and cream because don't pick cookies and I'm, cream i'm not that mean bejeweled would be my pick bejeweled? I only say oh, that you be- monster i only say that because think about the the huge franchises it's it's grown i mean i mean not that pop cap grew them, but it brought in candy crush it brought in um it just brought in all these other games that don't get me wrong. In their own, they're good, I guess, or decent. But I, I'm tired of seeing commercials for all these mobile games. Mobile game, mobile gaming needs to die at that point. So, 
for mine, I was originally going to say RuneScape, but I don't want a bunch of angry 11-year-olds mad at me. I'm going to say Conker's Bad Fur Day, just because this really? I think this is where you could start to see rare, rare slipping a little bit. Like, I, just it wasn't it wasn't the rare that had done the Donkey Kong Country series and had the banjo games come out and be really good. And I want to say it was either by the end of this year or the start of next year is when they're acquired by Microsoft, which which is big news, and we'll get to that. But I would get rid of Conker's Bad Fur Day just because when you look at their portfolio and they did the they did the rare game collection near the end of the X or the beginning of the Xbox One's life. And if you look at that portfolio, that is like the one oddball where it's like, what were you guys thinking? <laughs> it is. I mean, it. Like I said, I think at this point it was like, okay, they were all like, they were all on some type of drug. They're all just like snorting crack in the bathroom or smoking crack in the bathroom. Came back out and they're like, guys, talking squirrels, talking poo monsters, chocolate. Yeah, not for me. Sorry, it's got to go. All right, Josh, to end real quick. I've got a little quiz for you based right. on po- Gen 2 Pokemon. The over-under is five for anyone who wants to play at home. So pick over-under and see if you get it right. All right, Josh, are you ready? As ready as I'm going to be. Do you swear by the sanctity of the game that you did not cheat and look at these beforehand? The first I've gotten down to is quiz for Josh. Do not look below prior to show. All right. We'll take your word for it. Here's the first one. Name that Pokemon. Uh, Beetlestang? No, I'm sorry. His name is Heracross. Oh, God. We got nine more of these, so brace yourself, Joshua. I'm going to lose every one of them. Name that Pokemon. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, Owlman. Owl, I don't know. Owl something. I'm sorry. We were looking for Delibird. Deli Bird is the right answer. Deli Bird? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is going to be a long one. Oh, boy. Here we go. Name that Pokemon. Rolifant? I, I, God, I have no idea. That is Donphan. Actually, I think that was one of the first Gen 2s revealed in the, like, the second Pokemon movie. That and uh, Meryl. Name that Pokemon. <laughs> I don't even remember half of these. Uh, monk, I don't know. Monkey. Schmeargle. <laughs> oh, for four so far, Josh. I'm making fun of Rare for smoking crack, and I'm watching these going, what, what the heck is this? Name oh, that God. Pokemon. That's, Fun fact, uh, I named him earlier in the show. I did that on purpose. I don't remember. That was an hour and a half ago. Gangasaur, I don't know. Gangasaur is what I go with. I know it's not right, but... What are you calling him? Gangasaur. I'm sorry. That's Tyranitar. Yes. Your, your slide into madness continues. Josh, name that Pokemon. Lily... Lily Tad. I don't know. Politoed. Oh, come on. <laughs> I was close <laughs> with that one, at least. A few more, Josh. A few more, and your suffering is over. Um, I'm having name uh, that Pokemon. Um, starts with an E, I think. It doesn't start with an E. Uh, Pharaoh. Is that too? 
Uh, Name that Pokemon. Oh, that's... Um... I almost said Wobbuffet, but I know it's not Wobbuffet. That's uh, close. That's the evolution before Wobbuffet, right? Nope. I don't know. Wobba something. What'd you call? Wobba something. I don't know. That is called a Quagzar. Quags- Quag- oh, I'm sorry, Quagzire. How is that close to Wobbuffet? They're pretty close on the on the Pokedex. Name that Pokemon. That's an EV evolution. I have no idea. Uh, starts with a D. Maybe. Oh, God. See, I sound like an idiot, and people are thinking, "Oh my God, it's this Pokemon, you moron!" Does this guy even play Pokemon. I haven't played Poke. I haven't played Gen Two in over twenty years. People. DV. I don't know anymore. DV. Would you call it DV? DV is Dark Eevee, Okay. It's Umbreon. Of course it is. Name that Pokemon. Giraffe with a mouth on its butt. I have no idea. You were close. It's called Giraffarig. Is it really? Yeah, you were close. No points. And that was the last one. Josh, you were 0 for 10. I don't remember Pokemon. Give Josh a hand. Give Josh a hand. The next quiz is just as hard for you. That was like unbearable. So I was originally going to make it to where if you got under a certain amount that I get to pick the game that you have to do a speed cap for. But I'm feeling generous, and this is the test. So go ahead and pick your speed cap game from 2001 that we'll do in a few weeks. But you have to do it right now. You can't. You can't think about it. Know it because we said it's the number one game. We agreed. I'm gonna do Metal Gear Solid 2. All right. So in a few weeks, Josh will be doing a speed cap of Metal Gear Solid 2. A week from today's episode, I'll be doing my speed cap of Majora's Mask, which we still need to record, and I'm going to murder it. I just know I am. Again, folks, you can find us anywhere. Where you listen to podcasts, this is Smashing Game Time. I want to thank Alex Marvin Cook for our music. That's a great. Have you heard? Have you heard the theme, Josh? It's fantastic. I absolutely love it. I think I just call him Cook. It's Alex Marvin Clark. I'm a moron. Alex, big shout out to you. Thanks for the music. Appreciate you. It really, it really does bring the podcast together. It's kind of like a room without a rug, and then Alex's music is the rug, and it really throws the room together. I mean, let's face it. If they're going to listen to anything, it's it's for his music. Beyond that, they're like, oh, the rest of it's crap. The music. <laughs> they turn it on, listen to the music, and turn the podcast off. Yeah, exactly. All right, so some, qu- some quick plug-in before we go. I am Nick Fat Knight on Twitch. That Kaufman on Twitter. I'm usually on Twitter. Uh, come find me. I'm a writer. I have fun writing. I have fun playing games. I have fun chatting with Josh for some reason, even though he goes 0 for 10 on naming Gen 2 Pokemon. Whatever. Josh actually has some stuff to plug. And fun fact, when I I said to plug last week, Josh didn't hear me, and he thought he was just talking about taking naps. Yeah, I was actually really tired, and I couldn't hear him. So uh, my Twitch handle, of course, is I'm Josh Sang, and you can find me at Twitter at Josh underscore Sang. Anywhere else, Josh? No, I figured that's good enough for now. People don't know me, so I like to keep it that way. Mysterious. I do have one more. I have a review for the Gunk, the new Xbox, the new Xbox game coming out up on Game Chronicles. 
check that out. That's it's either out tonight or out tomorrow, but go check that out. I put a lot of sweat and blood and tears into that one. A lot of gunk into it. So go check that out. Again, where wherever you're listening to podcasts, throw us a like on YouTube, throw us some stars on Apple Podcasts, leave a fun review. Do whatever you think is fun. It's the easiest way and freest way to support the show. So please tell your friends, tell your families, tell your enemies because then we can waste their time. Uh, Josh, any closing words? Yes, people. I, I, I would love to say thank you for listening. And of course, I would love some R&R. Not R&R as in rest, but R&R as in reviews and roasting. I want to see them. Roast me. I want to know how great and how bad we're doing. Please. I was worried about where that was going to go, but that was a perfect thing to end on. All right, folks, we'll see you next week with the Majora's Mask Speed Cap. Until next time, everyone have a good night. Toodaloo.